All right, let's start the trailer. Your necessary delusion. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being here with me, Earth Monster. I'm your host, Matt LeBlanc. That's right, just like the guy from Friends. Let's try to be cool about it. And this is Your Necessary Delusion, the storytelling show that celebrates vulnerability and speaks to the darkest, messiest little parts of your heart about the lies that we tell ourselves every day, the stories that we use to get out of bed, the fantasies that we let propel our lives because it is a very fine line between keeping a positive attitude and lying to yourself. It takes a certain amount of delusion to wake up and do this whole thing every day. And that is what the show is all about. We talk to real people. So I got hired at the Applebee's around the corner from my parents' house. We talk to comedians. It's raining, it's storming, she's starting a fire. What is she doing? (laughs) We even talk to some experts. You don't ever get to escape the prison of being a person because even when you get exactly what you want, there's just more desire kind of like behind that. We talk about their real lives. I'd be in jail for probably 10 years right now if it wasn't for that man. And the fantasies that have driven them to success. I established myself with some major companies. And the fantasies that have driven them to failure. He ended up racking up like something like $70,000 in credit card debt that I was about to marry. We celebrate their vulnerability. I ate instant mashed potatoes every day. And hopefully we examine our own egos in the process. There's a part of me that thinks in my youth I was probably a full-blown sociopath. And we have fun with it. Delusion, yeah. Oh, holy shit. Wow, that's pretty high stakes, yeah. So how did I get here? I am a 30-year-old creative shipwrecked on the necessary delusion of my 12-year-old self. When I was 12 years old, my necessary delusion was that I was to become a world-renowned, famous, universally loved actor. Comedy, drama, there was nothing that I couldn't do within the confines of my own mind. I hadn't proved any of it. It was just an idea. I was to become nothing short of Jim Carrey, I believed. I mean, it just made sense. My dad was the funniest guy that I knew, and he and my mom thought I was hilarious. There was just something about me, you know? At least that was the buzz around the house. I know I was talking about it constantly. And then on September 22nd, 1994, Friends premiered on NBC. Suddenly my name was on TV every week, Matt LeBlanc. It was like I was a celebrity in my fifth grade class. I had a catchphrase all of a sudden, how you doing? Pretty effing good, actually. I believed it was all about me, 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 me. Delusion! And this was the necessary delusion that drove me. It drove me to act like an asshole at parties. It drove me to believe that I was the most interesting person in any room. It drove me to interrupt you when we're talking. Sorry about that. And it has only been in the past few years that I've realized that this necessary delusion can also be called white privilege. But I am proud to say that that is the type of self-awareness that this idea has brought to me. My necessary delusion drove me away from my home in Cleveland when I was 18 to go to college for acting in Philadelphia. It pushed me to drop out of college and move to New York City. I didn't have time for college. I was going to be a giant celebrity. Delusion! In New York, I auditioned and I acted in some commercials. I made some money, about 30 grand actually. 
Don't worry, I blew it immediately on a feature film that I wrote and starred in with some equally inexperienced friends of mine. It took us three years to make, and in my mind, I believed this movie was going to revolutionize the face of independent film. In reality, it had no discernible story, and we would have benefited greatly from using a tripod. When that movie went nowhere, it was easier to blame New York than to own up to my own shortcomings. So I packed up my necessary delusion, and I moved it to Los Angeles. I started doing comedy at Upright Citizens Brigade and writing. I started supporting my necessary delusion with action, and it started working. I got hired for my writing. I got to quit being a waiter. But I did not stop believing that I was special. And it burned bridges. I got married to the wrong person. I got divorced the same year. I have gotten hired and fired, and I have put in my 10,000 hours trying to find my authentic voice. I didn't end up a giant celebrity, but my necessary delusion has awarded me with an incredible life, and my ego has consistently pissed on it. I stopped blaming other people for my problems. I started looking at myself, examining my ego. I started seeing a therapist. My necessary delusion brought me to my soulmate. I got married again. I got hired again. I made more money than I have ever made. I have come so far. I started asking myself, what are you an expert in? If you were going to give a TED Talk, what would it be about? I knew that I had something to say, but I didn't know what it was yet. And what I have realized is I am an expert at lying to myself. I'll take it. So I began recording this podcast with all of the most compelling people that I know. Say hi, Marcus. Hey, man. Marcus isn't just one of my best and oldest friends, but he also happens to be a certified psychoanalyst in New York City. I'll be right with you, Marcus. Totally. Take your time, dude. In episode one, I invited him to tell me his necessary delusion. Here he is. I remember when I was trained to become a psychoanalyst, many people in my life, including my father, were like, I don't know, man. So you're going to do this thing and people are going to pay you to talk to them about their feelings. You're not. Things don't usually work out for you in that way. I don't know, man. You should probably just like get a salary job and just, you know, do your thing. Aside from telling his story in episode one, Marcus will also be kind of a reoccurring character that will act as our on-staff shrink. Totally, man. No, absolutely. Believe in the cause. I'll be here. Yeah. In episode one, Marcus and I also explore the origin of my necessary delusions, which was that I was the funniest kid in my second grade class. Spoiler alert, not true. David Gitterman was funnier than me. And not to give the whole thing away, but in an effort to celebrate my vulnerability, I reached out to Gitterman for the first time in 25 years. What's up, guy? How are you? All I'm going to say is Gitterman does not disappoint. So tune in next week for episode one to hear that story. What I'm finding is that a lot of people can tell you their necessary delusion right away. Gitterman could. His necessary delusion's episode two. And not to build it up, but I was shocked. <laughs> so subscribe to Your Necessary Delusion wherever you get your podcasts, and I'll be here every Monday with epic stories of success and redemption. And if you have a great necessary delusion yourself and you want to share it, reach out to me on Instagram at YesMatthew or email me at YourNecessaryDelusion at gmail.com. Oh, and necessary is N-E-C-E-S-S-A-R-Y. Earth monster, I see you. Thanks for being here.